Welcome to Season 3 of Dreams and Bones, the podcast designed to help us all learn more about practicing the art of creative living. This podcast is part of Grow Me a Story, our website dedicated to the idea that everyone is creative, and inch by inch, row by row, we want to help you grow the creative dreams and bones in your life through conversation with other creatives. My name is Paul Roberts. And I'm his wife, Carol. As your creativity cultivators, Paul and I will be bringing more special guests to you during the year of 2023 to talk with us about the deep joy and meaning that comes from practicing the art of creative living. This week, we take you on location to Uptown Kellogg to visit with Cassie Hoyleman, the owner-operator of the newly opened CM Studio and Gallery. We had a great time visiting with Cassie and her landlord, Heather, and her landlord, Heather. And our friend, Cherie Tester. Yes. Well, why don't we go ahead and get started with our interview of Cassie Hoyleman, recorded live at the newly opened CM Studio and Gallery. Well, welcome everyone to another episode of Dreams and Bones. Carol and I are in Uptown Kellogg. This is our first time going out on location. Mm -hmm. And we are here with Cassie Hoyleman, who is the uh, owner, operator, entrepreneur here (laughs) at CM Studio and Gallery. CM Studio and Gallery. And so, Cassie, thanks so much for this very short notice of coming in and and letting us come in and gab with you. I appreciate it. Uh, so start off and tell us a little bit about where we're at and what's in here and how long you've been working at getting this place going. Uh, so we just opened on the 20th. We are a gallery and soon to be a workshop space for the community. And my personal studio is in the back. That's why the curtains are up covering wow. the mess. <laughs> but yeah, I'm actually working on getting workshops up and running here in the really? next week or two. Yeah. And so what would you do? What type of workshops? Um, So me personally, I would teach paper mache classes. Mm -hmm. And then I have two painters lined up that want to come out from the Coeur d'Alene area and teach painting. And what would it take to, what would it cost me to come in and take a class? Depends on like the size of the project, I guess. I want to do like a paint and sip. So mm-hmm. for adults, yeah. Um, yeah. so that we don't have to drive over the hill to yeah. do it. Yeah. Um, so probably around 40 bucks, mm-hmm. um, and it's a two to three hour class, and then we would provide drinks from radio. I'm uh-huh. talking to them to see if we can get a little like vending station, I guess, uh-huh. for them to um, sell beer oh, and wine be here cool. while you guys paint. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. that is, is exciting to, mm-hmm. to think about. So I'm excited. <laughs> and you said paper mache. So that's some of the, that's what you do. So yes. We're sitting here and you'll see some pictures. Uh, if you're listening to this, you'll get to see pictures of her stuff uh, on the wall behind us. Tell uh, tell me about what you do, how long you've been doing it. I've been painting since I was in high school, experimenting. And then when I got pregnant with my daughter in 2016, I started to take it more seriously and mm-hmm. I Um, got more recognition for my work online. So I started just kind of digging deeper into it, I guess is how you could put it. And as for like inspiration, I would just practice drawing and just weird things would come out. Um, Mm -hmm. So there's no like special reason for why something's here. Mm -hmm. It's just because it is Mm -hmm. and everyone can take what they want from it. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then paper mache started um, a couple years ago. I wanted to be more eco-friendly in my home and mm. um, to help my neighbor out with her shopping addiction. <laughs> I took up all of her Amazon boxes oh. <laughs> and I started making like the faces and stuff that yeah. you see or the suns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I learned how to make paper mache clay, which is you take oh. shred paper and soak it. There's a whole process, but you can use it like air dry clay pretty mm. much. So, yeah. You have a lot of dots in your paintings. Is that a certain type of so? Or is that you just like, I mean. I love like fine details. Uh-huh. If there's like open space, I'm like, I have to fill it. So <laughs> I really like, I guess, just paintings where you can sit there and just look at everything for hours rather mm. than it just like being yeah smooth and uh-huh. crisp and stuff. And I'm like, I just want to like find whatever else oh, is in yeah. there. Uh-huh. So when I'm sitting down painting, I get really meticulous yeah. and sometimes it goes too far <laughs> and then I have to restart. Um, but normally like yeah, that one, right. there's a lot going on. There is in a that lot piece going right on. Yeah. That's just that's just my style. Mm-hmm. So well I remember we met Cassie last summer. Sometimes mm-hmm. we would be next to each other at the mm-hmm. Saturday or the uh, Thursday night market music in the park. And and I remember being it's the colors. I mean the you just use such vibrant colors and yeah. and it does. I feel like it just draws people in. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's kind of the point yes, too. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And it is. I want it I just, to be, yeah. And it's just happy and cheery and you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just a nice Nice feel. I want it to be childlike, um, mm-hmm. and I love for kids to come up, and mm-hmm. um, I notice that they like it a lot. And um, I put a special coat on all my things so they can, like, touch it and oh, feel it. Because, you know, yeah. like, if you've gone to an art gallery, right, you yeah. see, like, something textured, and you're like, can't touch that. That's right. So I'm like, do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And my stuff's built for that, so mm-hmm. go right ahead. So it's very child-friendly. That's what I like about it. Yeah. And, and you said... You started some of this in high school? I started painting. Like, I got, like, an art kit or something for my birthday, and I, like, started just playing around in my room. Um, So I've technically been creating since I was in high school, but my style got more defined in my 20s. Like, I was kind of like, okay, this is what I like. This Mm -hmm. is what I want to do. And this is where I'm at. Yeah. (laughs) And did you – were you kind of self-taught? Did you watch – Thing? Did you take classes? How did you, how did that process come around? Um, so my step grandmother, she's an artist. She doesn't like to be called one. You know, she's kind of very <laughs> like, um, what's the word I'm trying to think of? She doesn't like to like share her stuff, but mm-hmm. she's a very creative person and she makes amazing things. And she gave me a lot of books for my birthday, like mm-hmm. Jane Davenport. She has art supplies and books and stuff at Michaels. Mm-hmm. But I would just like Google. Or be on Pinterest. Pinterest. Right. Oh, I've like yeah. <laughs> went through a, a, more, a yes. black hole of Pinterest. Yes. Yes. Um, so I drew a lot of inspiration from there, and I kind of just like followed these different outlets of just like what I was attracted to, mm-hmm. and I just kind of took from there. Yeah, that's kind of what we we work with kids after school. Yeah, and it's kind of we call it explore your creativity, and sometimes yeah, we'll just give them a canvas and. Sometimes we'll give a little direction, but we'll say, you know, just paint, you know, yeah. and see what you like to do. And, mm-hmm. and it's amazing what they come up with, you know, mm-hmm. just there. I mean, and these are like first, second, third graders, you know. <laughs> they're the best artists because oh, they just like don't care. Yeah, and it yeah. turns out amazing. You're like, how'd you do that? And they're like, I know. I just had yeah. fun. Well, because I like big monster trucks and I like yep. ninjas yeah. and mm-hmm. I like, you know. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, it is. It's fun. Yeah. Watching their little minds work and 
So how old is your daughter now? She's six. She'll actually be seven this year. And what's her name? Haven. Haven. I got to meet her uh, yesterday when, oh. I, when I stopped in. Me and Cleo got yes. to meet Haven yes. uh, yesterday. Is she creative and artistic? Very. Um, she's been painting with me since she was... I have her first painting actually right here. Oh, wow. uh, the year she was born. Um, oh. So since she was a baby, um, <laughs> she's had a paintbrush in her hand. Yes. But um, she likes to be told like step by step how to do stuff when we paint. Like she stresses out about it and then it stresses me out. Like, this is not going to be fun if we make it stressful. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I give her crayons and she just goes wild. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. yeah. That's, that's her medium. Yes. <laughs> yes. Grants. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Aww. But she's very creative. Mm-hmm. And and tell us about uh, there's there's a lot of variety. We've got one wall that is your stuff, but then mm-hmm. there's a lot of other things. Tell us what you have in here. So I have Alyssa Sondal. She's a good friend of mine. Lives in Pinehurst. Um, she does all this mm-hmm. very intricate like. Know how to explain it. Um, contemporary work, right. um, and then we go to Jeffrey Van Allen. He's from Coeur d'Alene. I actually met him at a showcase in Spokane that I was in, oh. and they had artists from all over the area in there. Um, in between his two big paintings is uh, Christina Malm. She's an artist from Coeur d'Alene, and she will actually be having a show with Emerge. Um, I believe it's next month, mm. so that'll be her thing. And then we go to Adi Umana, I believe is how you say his last name. Mm-hmm. The three paintings from Nigeria. Mm-hmm. I know, those are, I'm not going to pick favorites, but I yeah. love those. Yeah. And then the watercolor horses are by Pam Sharp. She's from Tri-Cities. Mm-hmm. She has a lot of awesome watercolor work. Mm-hmm. And then the bodies are by Casey Clemens. She's a family friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, She's she does amazing stuff. Yeah. Not just this particular um, subject, uh-huh. but her colors and her abstracts are all yeah. pretty consistent. And then Robin Miller, she does the floral pieces. I believe she's from Spokane. Um, and then the last one right here is Christina Villa Gomez. She's mm. from Coeur d'Alene. She's actually a tattoo artist, wow. and she has a studio downtown. Oh. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah. Outage. Oh, there's a power outage. <laughs> is, oh, there, okay. is there an ETA? Uh, possible two hour, within two hours. Thank you. Hi, Carol, folks. No, oh, that's my landlord, Heather. <laughs> Hi, Heather. Hello. Paul, Carol Roberts. <laughs> she, she is a true artist. Oh, yeah. Yes. I know. She's just been telling us all about this stuff. It's so oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Exciting to get in on the ground floor. Yeah. 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 Very cool. People have been talking. Yeah. Good. That's what we want. All right. Bye, Heather. She's awesome. Cool. So yeah, we we've we've pursued this question, uh, another question with uh, with people. Uh, We like to get see if you'll give us an answer to: Is everyone creative? Are we born creative? Is that a human thing? In one way or another, it doesn't necessarily have to be that you have to put something out into the world. Mm And it be defined as creative. I mean, I, th- I think everyone is. Yeah. Yeah. Haven. Yeah. Was born creative, it would seem. I, I might have nudged it a little. Bit. Might. <laughs> I might have. I might have influenced her yeah. a little bit because yeah. mm-hmm. she would see me paint all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I remember her like right around in a diaper and she had her own little evil. Oh. Hi, Sheree. Well, Day. We're doing we're, like a podcast yeah. interview with her. Yeah, Grab a chair no, and come sit okay. with me. In I fact, wanna... I, I had you on my radar for some time that we're going to talk to you because I oh. love your women. <laughs> your, my the, women? The women that you make. Well, you're, you're going to be part of that. Oh. <laughs> according to uh, Indy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to make a woman too. Oh, good. Are we talking about the dolls? Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah. or you, what you, Are we talking you know, about the real posted? people? No, the thing you post all the time. Oh, that stuff. Yeah, yeah oh, that I want you. you to get in here. Yeah. Are you starting or currently working on a creative project but don't know what to do next? Do you need someone to talk to? Someone who will give you feedback and tools to get your creativity back on track. This is what Grow Me A Story is all about. Paul and Carol Woolham Roberts, your creativity cultivators, will help you start, continue, or complete creative projects, big or small. Visit www.growmeastory.com to learn how Paul and Carol can help. Now, back to Dreams and Bones. Well, let's go. Uh, let's get back to see if we can maybe get an answer to that, uh, that uh, big, awesome question of how do we turn Silver Valley into a arts community? I think of that, and and I'm trying to train myself to think of that as as a much broader thing than than what we do, um, which is theater stuff, and now now writing. Well, or live music. Or live music. Stuff. But, yeah. uh, you know, I don't know. Huh? You are doing something about yeah. it. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's kind of how you start. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I did want to open this gallery, is to bring different cultures and new age artwork and different creative outlets to the valley, mm-hmm. rather than having to drive over there and right. all that. I think that the more creative outlets that we bring to the valley, the more people will start to explore their own creativity. Right. And I did have an idea. It's probably not going to happen this summer because that would just be a lot, but who knows? I wanted to do like a, a street, like almost like a art walk or whatever, just mm. along McKinley and have vendors and artists and food and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, just to have the community get together, like a bigger market. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. On, on McKinley. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was going to reach out to the art teacher at the high school mm-hmm. yeah. and try and get a class of the art kids to make like these large scale, like they can make their own cool like paper mache heads yeah. and get to show those off during mm-hmm. it. It just make it fun right. for everybody. Yeah. Um, those are just my ideas so mm-hmm. far, but yeah, mm-hmm. that's where I'm at with it. Yeah. Yeah. So how can people who are listening, how can they support you as a, a newly opened gallery owner and artist? How, what, and how can they find you? Uh, they can find me on Facebook. I have a website. It's in, under construction right now, so hang tight for that. Mm-hmm. Um, people can come in. They, they're allowed to take pictures. Um, I have a um, Making Art Accessible um, installment plan for people so if there's a piece that they love and it's a little out of range you can make payments and then mm. get it once it's paid off 
Nice. Um, and a lot of people don't know that about galleries. It's mm -hmm. just really intimidating. So you'd come in, um, participate in some workshops. If you're an artist, you can send me some of your work because I will be cycling out work every couple of months. And I want to do more specific ex exhibits for local artists in the Valley. So get a hold of me through email, Facebook. Um, I have my phone number online. You can Google me. Google the gallery. Mm -hmm. You can get a hold of me that way. And what's the address of this? Uh, 115 West McKinley. 115. Okay. Yep. Well, very cool. We've made our time that I <laughs> right. would look for. Except for the two. Yeah, that's okay. Even though I... Like, <laughs> little... Little interlude. Yeah. We'll, we'll see how... Yeah, we, we, we may work that into something else. Yeah. Maybe we could have a podcast. Thank you for joining us again this week for another conversation with people who live creative lives. Paul, did anything stand out for you as you listened to Cassie this week? Well, I'm always excited when a, a new business opens up in town. I always hope that they do really well, but I'm really excited for Cassie and uh, for this new gallery. I, I, I think it's a great idea. Uh, I hope that anyone that listens to this will will feel like uh, that they can go out and, and support her and go visit the shop and, and take a class sometime. We, we just wish her all the luck in the world. Yes, and you know, and if nothing else, just go and, and look at all the wonderful artwork that's in oh, there. Oh, it's fun stuff. Yes. Well, as we bring this episode to a close, we would like to thank you for listening. Would you like to see what else we do at Grow Me A Story? Visit www.growmeastory.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter, read our fertile ground blog posts, and find more ways to learn about living a creative life. Be sure to join us next Friday for another Dreams and Bones podcast. And don't forget to subscribe to Dreams and Bones on either Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. Just search and subscribe to any of these apps on your phone and you'll be notified each Friday when another episode of Dreams and Bones has been published.